FTX's Sam Bankman Freed, or Fried, cashed out $300 million after the fundraising round, according to a report. And by the way, this is probably the smartest thing this guy has done throughout his history, right? By the way, stay tuned for more financial commentary. So disgraced former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried reportedly gave himself a $300 million windfall last year when his then red-hot cryptocurrency exchange secured a massive fundraising round. FTX raised $420 million, from 69 different investors. Both numbers clear nods to meme culture during a Series B1 financing round completed in October 2021. Participants included investment giants such as Sequoia Capital, as well as the Ontario Teachers Pension Plan Board. Which, by the way, like, if you stumble upon this, pay attention to right here. Pension Plan. Okay? Pension plan. For teachers. What the hell? (laughs) Like, every time I've seen anything dealing with some sort of pension where they invest money, they suck so bad. They make the dumbest financial decisions ever. So all those teachers are really screwed out of their pension. Of the massive total, $300 million went to Bankman Freed after he sold a portion of his personal stake in FTX. The Wall Street Journal reported Friday, citing financial records and people familiar with the transaction. <laughs> okay, so then what is the actual like money did he actually raise? Right? Because the way that they have this written is just so screwy. I'm thinking it's 420690000 right? But they put 420690000 from 69 different investors. I'm guessing it was just like the 420 million, but still, that's so weird. In a press release at the time, Bankman Freed said FTX was able to partner with investors that prioritize positioning FTX as the world's most transparent and compliant cryptocurrency exchange. <laughs> Do you realize how how absurd this crap is, right? Not only that, there's been multiple audio clips of him having like conversations with like reporters or in interviews and whatnot, where basically he's openly like says, "Oh yeah, it doesn't even matter how honest you are or how good you are. All that matters is you basically winning. And if you win, come out ahead. It doesn't really matter what you did to get there. Basically saying anything goes as long as the end result is actually good." So basically, if you become a billionaire, oh, who cares about how many people you screwed over to become a billionaire kind of thing? Like, it's super screwy. The 30-year-old reportedly told investors the money was a partial reimbursement after he bought out rival platform 
Binance's stake in FTX some months earlier. The journalist said it was unable to determine what Bankman-Fried did with the $300 million, though a 2021 financial statement said the company kept the funds for operational expendency on behalf of a related party. Yeah, I'm thinking more than likely he probably stashed that money in a very secure location. At the time, FTX was valued at a whopping $25 billion, a valuation that completely evaporated by last week when the platform abruptly filed for bankruptcy. Meanwhile, Bankman-Fried's personal fortune plummeted from $16 billion to effectively zero in a matter of days. But this is not factoring in basically what he potentially stashed away from that $300 million that he paid himself. So Sequoia Capital published a post on its website referring to the FTX's fundraising as a meme round. According to the Wall Street Journal, the numbers 420 and 69 are references to obviously, you know what. Sequoia Capital was recently forced to make the value of its investment in FTX down to zero. Oof. Bankman-Fried's handling of FTX's finances is under intense legal and regulatory scrutiny following the platform's bankruptcy. The ex-CEO funneled $10 billion into FTX, well, NFTX client funds to Alameda Research, the sister cryptocurrency trading firm he also owned, and at least $1 billion of that money is still missing, and again, not including the $300 million that he paid himself. And the new FTX CEO, John Ray 3, blasted the company's past governance in a court filing on Thursday, declaring he had never seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information as occurred here. Ray is an insolvency expert who helped steer infamous energy firm Enron through its troubled bankruptcy. Ray said FTX would carry out a comprehensive, transparent, and deliberate investigation into claims against Mr. Samuel Bankman-Fried and his co-founders while proceeding with the bankruptcy. And to be frank, this is a very extremely scary situation for all the people that had their money in FTX, right? Because you might have potentially put millions of dollars into FTX and potentially lost it all. Actually, you know what? Let's actually go and check it out. Uh, lost everything in FTX. Let's see, right? Let's see. There should be someone talking about it. Show more. Uh, anytime past day.
Okay, let's check this out. FTX investors feel they lost everything and wonder if there's anything they can do. Jake Thacker in Portland, Oregon had about $70,000 worth of investments in his account on FTX. He may have lost it all. Like, whew, 70 grand? Like, to the majority of people, 70 grand is a lot of money, right? And this is the reason why we also push so much in, like, to get people out of debt. Because when you're out of debt, you have an, and you have an emergency fund, and you're automatically putting money towards investments that are safe-ish, secure, right? Like the SP 500. Financially speaking, you're always going to have a strong foundation, meaning that even if you were to do something somewhat risky, like putting your money into like an unregulated exchange like FTX, even if you were to have lost all the money that you put in there, you still have this strong financial foundation to where you could keep moving on. You could keep moving forward because the problem is there's a lot of people that might have put everything that they had into FTX and maybe looking at the sky or the wall or whatever and be like, I don't know if I could keep moving on. If you know what I mean, like it's a scary situation. I'm not an expert and I don't need to be NBA champion. Curry says in one ad with FTX, I have everything I need to buy, sell and trade crypto safely. Trade crypto safely. This is the thing that people don't really understand. There's no such thing as trading crypto safely. It is unregulated. So the reason why people like crypto so much, the true reason why is because of typically how quick it is and how easy it is. Like if I wanted to send a thousand dollars worth of Dogecoin to someone, I could easily do that, right? If I wanted to send 10 grand of Bitcoin to someone into like Japan right now, I could do that without really any hassle. If I had money in like a USDC coin, right, which is, I believe, backed by the US dollar, I could easily transfer five grand, one grand, 500 bucks to literally anyone, right? Anyone in the road. Terry Smith is an architect in the Seattle area who says she may have lost about $30,000 in the FTX implosion. I was devastated, really. She says, that's a huge chunk of money for me. Terry, that's a huge chunk of money for the majority of people. Smith and Wave of other investors scrambled to try to withdraw billions of dollars from FTX after panic spread that the company was on shaky ground. But with a run on the exchange underway, FTX froze accounts, quickly filed for bankruptcy, and now many customers could lose some or all of their money. It feels like someone stealing your money, Smith says. It feels like theft. That's because it is. This is straight up theft. Investing in crypto is inherently risky, but people didn't lose money this time because Bitcoin or some other cryptocurrency plunged in value. It was because the FTX trading platform itself imploded. 
sort of like you were investing in stocks using E-Trade or Schwab or Fidelity, and the company said, oops, sorry, we're declaring bankruptcy and you can't withdraw your money. And of course, that hasn't happened. Now, this is also something to keep in mind too, right? The reason why, like me personally, I am more comfortable with putting more money into something like a Robinhood or like a E-Trade or a TD Ameritrade or whatever, typically all of them are very regulated. They have to follow very strict rules. And a lot of them have some form of insurance slash protections for the customers, right? For the users. When you're dealing with crypto, there's no guarantees. There's no safety net. If you accidentally typed in the wrong code or the wrong Bitcoin address or wallet or whatever to send your money, you might have just literally sent your money to a complete stranger. Like imagine if you were trying to send like 10 grand to like your mom, right? For her birthday or something. I don't know, right? But let's say that you're trying to do that. If you get one digit wrong on the wallet, which most people don't, but you can, it is a possibility, you could literally end up sending it to some random person in China and you just lost that 10 grand and you're not going to get it back because the second you send it, it's done. Your money's gone, right? Let's see. Nick Howard didn't think he was making speculative bets on crypto. He worked for an overseas startup video game company that he said preferred to pay him in a cryptocurrency called USDT. That's supposed to just match the value of the US dollar, which is basically just is pretty much backed by the US dollar, right? So like for every $1 that you put in there worth of stuff, like basically you buy like one USDT for $1 pretty much. And they were like, we suggest you use FTX. He says his employer told him, that's a well-known high profile company they seem to be really good, really stable. He says he had $16,000 worth of paychecks still in his account on FTX when it imploded. At 33 years old, he says that was about half of all the savings he had. Jesus. I feel like I am in the middle of, you know, a trauma response, Howard says. It's kind of a numb feeling for me right now. Now, here's also another thing, too, right? If you were to ever, like, accept cryptocurrency or whatever for, like, payment for, like, a paycheck, send it to a hardware wallet. Don't send it to a brokerage account. FYI. Let's see. So Jake Thacker in Portland, Oregon may have lost a lot more money, roughly $70,000 in FTX when it all came crashing down, he says. Thacker is 40 years old and works in the tech industry. He's traded crypto for a couple years. He says he started out cautiously, got advice from investment groups, and managed to make about $200,000. Well, at least that's good. Then he heard the news that FTX was mounting down. He tried logging into his account. I went in, looked at where some of my account balances were. It didn't seem to be right, Thacker says. Everything was frozen. There were all kinds of error issues. I was definitely in freakout mode. He tried messaging and calling FTX, but couldn't find out much of anything. I got my lawyer involved, Thacker says. He was kind of like, I don't really know, Jake. I don't know what's going to happen here. So what is likely to happen next for all these investors? 
It ain't looking good, says Charlie Gerstein, an attorney with the firm Gerstein Harrow, who has filed class action lawsuits against other cryptocurrency companies. The bankruptcy filings state FTX could owe money to upwards of 1 million people, and the basic facts are pretty grim. Christine says FTX told investors it would keep their assets safe, so if it can't give people their money back, he says it probably broke the law by doing something else with it. The company is short $8 billion, Gerstein says, and there's only two conceivable categories of explanation for what happened to that $8 billion. The first is they traded it in speculative investments and lost it. In other words, he says the money's gone or they stole it. There's also this. There are also reports that hackers may have stolen several hundred million dollars of customer money amidst the frantic wave of customer withdrawals. And moving forward, Gerstein says the bankruptcy court will eventually try to sort out how much money is left, if any, and how it gets divvied up among all these people. FTX said in a statement, we are going to conduct this effort with diligence, thoroughness, and transparency. Meanwhile, the sudden collapse of FTX is having some contagion effects as people lose faith in other crypto trading platforms. Jake Thacker says he and other crypto investors are rattled and wondering, if FTX collapse, who's to say another platform won't be next? I think that fear is creeping into the back of people's minds, he says. I could be the best trader, I could get the best returns, do I trust the system that will allow me to do it? So Thacker says he's pulling some of his money off of other platforms too. And here's the thing, right? If you have your money in other, specifically crypto platforms, meaning they are platforms that are only involved in cryptocurrency, Something not like Robinhood or something like that, because here's the thing, I don't think something like Robinhood is going to go down simply because they do provide different types of insurance. They do sell securities, so they have to follow very strict rules in terms of that. But I do believe on the crypto side, they did basically warn people like, hey, only put money in here that you're basically willing to risk, which is good on them to basically provide that warning. But uh, if you're really scared about losing your money from these platforms, the best thing that you could do is probably go to like Amazon or something and buy a reputable, highly reviewed hardware wallet, meaning it's basically like a USB that you just plug right into your computer or laptop. And you just create a wallet there and you transfer your coins there so that even if the value goes down, you're still going to have all the individual coins. Meaning, let's just say you got like 10 Bitcoin, right? Well, you could transfer that 10 Bitcoin to that hardware wallet so that you at least have it with you wherever you want to put it at all times. Kind of like holding like a piece of gold or a dollar. You have it with you. You physically have it with you. Meaning, even if all these cryptocurrency exchanges just drop away, you still got your coins. So if you got like 10 grand of coins, there you go. You still got 10 grand of coins. Well, you still got the coin amount, 
maybe not the valuation, but you still got those amount of coins at the 10 grand buy, right? So let's just say that you have $10,000 worth of the USDT that that person had with his paychecks. Okay, you put that into your hardware wallet. Since that is basically mirroring or slash getting backed up by US dollar, you have $10,000 that you could just basically transfer to wherever, whenever, right? Something to kind of like think about, you know? I like that option. Like I would only, I'd probably be more willing to buy cryptocurrency on these exchanges and then transfer that money onto a hardware wallet if I was afraid to lose the money that's in it. But for me, it would have to be like a decent amount because I don't really have that much money in cryptocurrency, so I don't really care if it's gone, right? I'm not like some of these people that put like tens of thousands of dollars into crypto, right? I put very little into crypto because I just thought it was a fun, cool idea. That's it, right? So the money in there, whatever it is, I don't really care about it, right? It's just something to really think about. But yeah. Feel free to give your thoughts on this. If you stumble upon this and you were a user of FTX and you did have money in there, please give feedback as to potentially how much money you might have lost or had in there. Because I think that would be very interesting to see. Because, again, this is a very scary situation. This is bigger than Bernie Madoff. This is bigger than Enron, right? We're talking about like close to a million people potentially losing every single cent of theirs. Like that is a crazy situation. By the way, there could be some people who have made millions of dollars, put it into crypto, and then put it into this platform and lost everything too, right? So this affects people of all income levels where potentially... No matter what, you know, income level that you're at, you might have just pretty much lost everything that you had, which is a crazy situation, 